And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. On today's Fantasy Baseball in 15, we will recap a busy night for offenses around the majors. Like death and taxes, Dodger's been a Dodger. I have not had uh, three cold brews yet. It works great in a fantasy. I'm just glad I am not at the dentist. Fantasy Baseball in 15 on The Athletic. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball in 15, presented by Tops. Check out Tops Project 70, celebrating 70 years of Tops baseball cards. Michael Beller and Al Melchior here for you. Al, like we uh, said right off the top, busy night for the bats last night. Ready to get to it? Yeah, lots to get to. Yeah, let's uh, run through the news and notes here first. And, uh, you know, I guess we always start out with some bad news, so let's do that here. Alec Manoa. Brandon Crawford, Jazz Chisholm, Garrett Cooper, and Gavin Lux all headed to the IL on Monday. So hopefully we see those guys back on the field sooner rather than later. Mookie Betts was scratched from Monday night's game because of hip inflammation. The fact that he was in the lineup initially suggests that he should be back out there for the Dodgers soon, but still keep an eye on that. Mike Trout running at 90%. uh, Doesn't have a timetable yet for a rehab assignment, but the fact that he seems to be getting close uh, is definitely music to our ears. Justin Upton, meanwhile, began a rehab assignment with Salt Lake on Monday, so keep an eye on his return. Josiah Gray, likely to make his debut for the Dodgers Tuesday against the Giants, and just might factor into our gambling spotlight a little bit later. His teammate, Corey Seager, could return on Wednesday. Also, Mike Zunino left early against Baltimore with a tight hip flexor. Another catcher, Mitch Garver, on the good side of things, he was activated in Game 2 for of the Twins' uh, doubleheader with the White Sox. Then he went yard a couple of times, so Mitch Garver returning with a bang. Jack Flaherty, who's been out for a while with an oblique injury, uh, slated to throw to hitters this week, and he could be piggybacking early on with Miles Michaelis, who is also making his way back from a forearm issue. Shane Bieber, dealing with a shoulder strain he played catch on Monday. Luis Robert in that hip, set to start a rehab assignment with high A Winston-Salem. That'll be on Wednesday. And then we've got our usual closer hijinks. Edwin Diaz, his third straight blown save in a 15-11 win against the Reds. Are you starting to speculate on anything with the Mets in their closer situation, Al? Maybe in deeper leagues. And and frankly, it's probably the kind of league anyway where I might have been looking at uh, closer handcuff options. And it's a tough one for the Mets because I tend to think probably uh, Seth Lugo would be the top alternative there but you've also got Trevor May so I think uh, in most leagues I'm just going to watch this one play out I mean it's it's been a really good season for Edwin Diaz up until this recent stretch so tend to think there's not going to be a switch here yeah I tend to uh, side with you on that even though they're three straight blown ones I would think he still has earned himself a little bit of goodwill with what he's done to this point of 
the season. Let's get to uh, Monday standouts, Al. Like you said, uh, we're going to have a lot of hitters up here. First, Juan Soto, a couple of homers up to 16 on the season. 21 for his last 53. That comes out to a 396 batting average. Seven homers, 17 runs, 17 RBI. Uh, he was always hitting the ball hard this season. Now he was just hitting it a little bit more on the ground than we're used to seeing from him. Is this him getting right? Uh, maybe our uh, expectations getting recalibrated. What do you see in with Soto? Well, I definitely think this is Juan Soto getting right once again. And I'm glad to have this discussion with you, Michael, because I feel like you and I, within our community, were maybe two of the most optimistic about Juan Soto coming into this season. And mm -hmm. uh, I have recalibrated a bit. Uh, I think maybe putting a little bit too much stock into that short 2020, but uh, showing in this recent stretch that Maybe we weren't too optimistic. Maybe just a little bit. Yeah, I don't think we were. I mean, I I, he, I said all along that he would have been my second overall pick this year, and it's because he's just such a pure hitter. He's one of the best hitters, if not the best hitter in the league right now. And so uh, I think that it was just a slow start to the season with him hitting the ball on the ground so much, and I think we're just going to see more of the same from him in the second half, more of the same being what he did last night with that two-homer and double game against the Marlins. Michael Conforto also left the yard a couple of times for the Mets. He's now up to six bombs on the season. Eight for his last 21, four homers in that stretch. Michael Conforto has had big second halves before. He's dealt with a ton of injuries so far this season, but it feels as though he's primed for another big second half here. I think he really is. And that first half, that was just not what you would normally expect from Michael Conforto. And I also think that this might be a case, and this is just absolute speculation on my part, but that maybe uh, when he came back off of the IL a couple weeks back, that um, maybe he was rushed back a little bit, uh, needed some time to find his groove. But it seems like he's in that groove again right now. And yeah, I do expect a big second half from Conforto. Yeah, Kike Hernandez, another guy who hit two home runs on Monday, and he has 13 on the season. He also hit his 21st double, eight homers in his last 30 games. And something you love with Kike Hernandez, Al, is that with the Red Sox calling up Jaron Duran, they're just moving him around the field, but they're not taking away playing time from him. So he, uh, they're telling us that he is a fixture in their lineup. Yeah, and his bat has really forced that issue. So he's uh, gotten hot at just the right time. And I think sometimes... Uh, I, I, maybe I'm projecting here because I know sometimes I have a tendency maybe to underestimate Hernandez and think of him as this sort of part-time player that lucks into playing time occasionally. But uh, the bat definitely uh, will, will play on a full-time basis and in that lineup and especially atop of that Red Sox, Red Sox lineup. Uh, he needs to be uh, seeing a little bit of play, maybe even some 12-team leagues. Yeah, I would totally agree with you there, and he's going to get the playing time pretty much regardless of what's going on around him in Boston. Another guy who's going to get plenty of playing time over the second half of the season is Patrick Wisdom. Hit his 14th home run of the season against the Cardinals last night. He is 7 for his last 23 with three homers in that span. I think we basically know what Patrick Wisdom is at this point. The power, I think we can buy it, look back at his minor league stats. The power's always been there. He's going to strike out a lot, and he's not going to take a lot of walks. There's value in a player like that, but you should know what you're getting into if you're thinking about adding Wisdom to your roster. Yeah, and no, I think you do have to be aware of that. I do find this recent stretch for him encouraging because uh, Wisdom really uh, tailed off after that initial just unbelievable hot streak when he started getting into the Cubs lineup. But as you noted, with the sell-off uh, being imminent here for the Cubs, uh, it certainly doesn't hurt Wisdom's case to be an everyday player, uh, you know, come late July, early August, that he's uh, finding, finding his stride again.
Yeah, he's already something close to an everyday player, and if Chris Bryant does indeed get traded over the next 10 days, I think he would be an everyday player. Matt Duffy expected back for this team on Thursday, but I don't think you hold uh, Patrick Wisdom out of the lineup if Bryant is indeed gone as well. So definitely could be a guy who is playing every day for the Cubs in the second half, or at least in August and September. Uh, Let's take a look at some pitchers. Ross Stripling, not his best night, managed to get all of one out while allowing six runs on four hits and two walks. Two of those hits were a homer, including a grand slam to Hunter Renfro. His previous nine appearances were really good. A 2.90 ERA had given up nine homers in 49 and two-thirds, so maybe the homers are an issue, but are you willing to chalk this up to just an ugly night against a good offense, Al? Well, given that I wasn't really willing to take the matchup into account when we talked about streamers on the Monday show, (laughs) at least for me personally, this does require, well, first of all, it requires to be a culpa, but also uh, (laughs) a little bit of a recalibration with Stripling and and maybe in in my case, putting a little bit too much emphasis on the low ERA over his recent stretch and not paying enough attention to the peripherals, namely that high home run rate. So yeah, I think that does make Stripling a little bit more vulnerable against some powerful offenses than I was. Uh, giving him credit for yeah I think he probably is but still a guy that in four out of every five situations I think you're gonna pretty easily click into your starting lineup maybe you think twice when he's facing a team that has the sort of power that the Red Sox do but even then I I think I, I still tend to think it was ugly it was bad but maybe just more a bad night than a guy who really can't be trusted against teams that can hit the long ball. A couple of good nights on the mound. One from Spencer Watkins. He gave up just one run on four hits and two walks in six innings. Struck out seven against the Rays. Has allowed just one earned run in each of his three started games. And then Cole Irvin, another good start. Seven hits, danced around those and the walk in seven innings. Didn't allow a run. Struck out three against the Angels. Uh, Either one of these guys more intriguing to you than the other. I would say Irvin, but if you put it in context, I mean, Irvin already is so highly rostered on on most of the major platforms that mm-hmm. uh, you know whatever legitimacy I see of the season that Irvin's having, I mean, it's it's not a reason for me to you know go above and beyond how he's already being valued. So, uh, in fact, I still have a little bit of skepticism given that he's doing this without uh, still a, a lot of swing and miss. But uh, I think you got to tip your your cap at, <laughs> at some point and say you know Irvin is uh, has been getting it done. Pretty consistently. As for Watkins, yeah, this was a really nice start against the Rays. Uh, the minor league numbers, particularly the ratios, really not that impressive. And really, this is the first of the three starts for Watkins where he really backed up a nice performance with a good strikeout to walk ratio. So still in the wait and see mode with uh, Spencer Watkins in mixed leagues right now. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
All right, now let's take a look now at Tuesday's slate and consider these streaming pitchers that we're going to have available to us. A little bit of confusion of what's going on with the Brewers. Eric Lauer was originally supposed to draw the start on Tuesday against the Royals. MLB.com's Adam McAlvey, who's covered the Brewers for a long time, uh, has tweeted that Brett Anderson will actually be making the start Tuesday and Eric Lauer will be making the start Wednesday. Are you? Uh, let me save that for the end. Jose Suarez, he's going up against the A's. Dane Dunning, he's at Detroit against the Tigers. Paulo Espino, who has thrown the ball pretty well since uh, getting into the Nationals' rotation, they are at home against the Marlins. And then Tyler Anderson and Taylor Widener in the uh, the MLB's equivalent of if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it, does it happen <laughs> series with the Pirates and the Diamondbacks taking on one another. Uh, that's what uh, rounds out our streamer groups. We've got the Brewers confusion, Suarez, Dunning, Espino, Anderson, and Widener. Who do you like? Uh, well, really, uh, aside from the, that Brewer situation, I, I did find Eric Lauer intriguing for this uh, coming up, uh, the start, but uh, I'll, I'll save him for Wednesday. We'll talk about him again on Wednesday, uh, but uh, the rest of this group, I, I like them all to some extent. Uh, I, I'm just I'm buying into Suarez. Um, it's a tough matchup and, uh, James Caprillion getting the start for, for Oakland, uh, that'll make it tough for him to get a win, but, uh, I'm just in on Suarez at this point. I like Dunning at the Tigers, but I don't really view the Tigers necessarily as that great of a matchup at this point. They're hitting really well, but I think Dunning, uh, should going forward outperform his ERA. Espino uh, has a great, uh, matchup against the Marlins. Uh, so I like him and Tyler Anderson, not a lot of strikeouts lately, sort of an Espino like profile, not walking very many batters. I think that'll be good enough to get it done against the Diamondbacks. Widener, uh, I'm, I'm still not sure how stretched out he is. So probably taking a pass on him. Yeah, it's a good group of guys to look at as streamers. You've got more than your uh, fair share of options for you tonight. And then we're also going to wrap things up here with the gambling spotlight for you tonight, looking at uh, guys who maybe aren't streaming pitchers because they're a little bit too good, but that leads us to liking them in the gambling world. Al, I'm going to start off with uh, the Phillies and Aaron Nola. They are minus 120 on BetMGM in New York against the Yankees. We've got a really cool tool on the website put together by Derek Cardi and EV Analytics, basically, um, that compares the implied win percentage based on the money line versus the bat X win percentage based on what the bat X spits out. Uh, the minus 120 says, suggests that the Phillies should win this game 54.5% of the time. Bat X has that up at 59%, and that feels right with Aaron Nola taking the mound against the Yankees. So I'm willing to pay the minus 120 to get the Phillies. And then as I said right off the top, maybe we're going to get back to Josiah Gray. Let's get in on the rookie. Let's have some fun. The Dodgers are actually minus 145 in this game. At home against the Giants, that gives them an implied win percentage just shy of 60%, but the Bad X has got that up near 65%. Really like the Dodgers in this one. Feel like they match up well with Alex Wood. So give me Josiah Gray and the Dodgers at minus 145 over the Giants. Aaron Nola and the Phillies at minus 120 over the Yankees. And Al, anything you want to watch out of uh, Josiah Gray uh, as he is making his MLB debut? I think mostly just the role that he's going to fill. Is he going to be a bulk reliever in this one, or is he going to be their starter? And how how deep does he go? And it's really it's that question that really kept me from featuring him as a potential streamer uh, on the show here. So uh, yeah, I'm watching to see basically how many frames do the Dodgers let him pitch in this one. 
It should be fun and definitely someone who they maybe are going to be leaning on in the second half in a way that maybe they wouldn't have expected as recently as a couple of weeks ago. That's going to do it here for us on Fantasy Baseball in 15 for this Tuesday, July 20th. You know the drill. Rate, review. We would love to see that, and we love having you here with us every single day. That includes tomorrow when Al Melchior and I are back with you. Until then, enjoy all of Tuesday night's action on the Diamond, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.